we are coming closer and closer to the Yom Adin. We're coming to Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara tells us in Rosh Hashanah, Tezayin Amad Beis, the Gemara says that on Rosh Hashanah there are three Sforim written and open up. And the Tzadikim and the Rishayim and the Bainanim. We've spoken about this before, how careful we have to be. Try to chaperain some mitzvahs. When it comes to Rosh Hashanah, we look for Eitzes. We look for what is it that can give us the greatest chos. What is it that we can come to Yom Adin, the day of Rosh Hashanah, and we can look at the Rabbi Yishalaylam, and say, Rabbi Yishalaylam, give us life, and we deserve it. It's something very, very serious, and I think it's something that we have to talk about. I was like, I'd like to speak today about the idea of something which I believe, if we use this, we could come into Rosh Hashanah as different people. And we could be Zoycha Be'ez Hashem to a good din. There's a Gemara. The Gemara in Shabbos, Tavkuf Chav Zayin tells us like this. Listen to the words of the Gemara, but it's very, very important. Ali Melech. Hadon Chaveroi Lekaf Zuchus. If a person judges somebody else favorably, Donin Oisoi Luzchus. They done you, Luzchus. Now let's understand this, what this means. What the Gemara is basically telling us is that if we want to walk into Rosh Hashanah and have a favorable judgment, which I'm sure all of us do, we want the Rabbi Shalom to say like this. Okay, this is how, you know, I imagine it goes somewhere along these lines, you know. Here he is, Yankel Belchbaum. He is coming before us in Din. But look, he did that. Nobody didn't mean it. But look, he did that. Yeah, but he just, you know, it wasn't really him. It, we would love that to happen to us, right? Every single one of us would love our Averis to come in front of the Rabbin Shalom and the Rabbin Shalom to say, ah, he didn't mean it. Ah, he didn't understand. Knock off one after the other. Says the Gemara, if we want the key to that judgment, if we want to be able to walk into Rosh Hashanah and the Rabbin Shalom look at our Averis and say, he didn't really mean it. It's not him. It wasn't his fault. He was doing something else. Someone did it. For... Then what do we have to do? What is the key? The key is one thing. And that is being done to Kafsos. That means if we look at other people and judge them favorably, the Rebbeinu will do that to us on Rosh Hashanah. That is the greatest gift, the greatest key that we can have before Yom Adin. The Gemara in Brachas, Dafyid Beisam and Beis, Tells us as follows. The Gemara in Brachas, David Beis, Beis, tells us there are three people the Rabbi Shalom loves. Do you want to be one of those people? I think every person wants to be one of the people that the Rabbi Shalom loves. So let's find out. What is it? What do I have to do to get into the club? What do I have to do to be one of the people that the Rabbi Shalom loves? Says the Gemara. One of them is someone that's Don Lekafsos. That means if you look at other people and you look at them favorably, you judge them, and we all judge, by the way. You know, we're not allowed to judge. The Mishnah Perkyavah says, don't judge your friend, Ad, until you reach his place, get into his shoes. What is the Mishnah essentially teaching us? Never judge him. Why? Because you'll never get into his shoes. You don't know what someone else has gone through. You don't know their upbringing. You don't know the experiences they've had. You don't know anything about them. You may think you do, but you don't. So basically, you can never ever judge someone. The, the Shlach Kodesh explains that if a person's done the Kafskos, 
then it means he finds favor in Hashem's eyes, and that's Nechlan the Gemara and Brachas your base. That means that Hakadosh Baruch Hu loves you. You found favor in Hashem's eyes, and that is a very very important thing. I want to tell you something. Rav Palm Zatzal, how do you get Rav Palm Zatzal? Once said that if you want to treat the symptoms of Lashon Hara, then you should learn Hilchos Lashon Hara. And this way you probably, you know, hope you'll hopefully not speak Lashon Hara. But if you want to treat the actual sickness, then you have to learn how to be done Kavskos. And he brings a marshal. Imagine if a person has strep throat. Okay, he has a problem, he has strep. So he has a pain in his throat, in his head, he feels weak. What's going to happen? He takes a Tylenol, takes an aspirin, whatever. What's that going to do? Is that going to treat the problem? Or is it going to numb the pain? It's going to numb the pain, which means for the next couple of hours he'll be able to function, he'll be able to eat, he'll be able to sleep, he'll be able to learn, he'll be able to function. Good. Oh, but the sickness is still there. If you want to treat the sickness, you know what you have to do? You need antibiotics. You need a medicine that's going to go to the root of the problem. Said Rav Palm is the same thing with Lashon Hara. Learning Hilchah's Lashon Hara is Gevaldic, and we all need to do it in order to try to stop to speak Lashon Hara. But that's going to numb the pain. If you want to go to the root of the problem, it's to be done a kafskos. Which means Rav Palm is learning that the root of Lashon Hara is done a kafskos. The reason why we speak Lashon Hara about others is because we look at them badly. And that's the problem. And that's what we have to realize. We have to start to learn how to judge people favorably. It's, an, it's a mitzvah. The Sefer Chenach brings that mitzvah, Simon Reish Lamad. Hey, uh, to be done, the Kav Schos, it's an incredible, incredible thing. And by the way, the mitzvah, to judge someone favorably, doesn't only mean that you give someone the benefit of the doubt, right? It doesn't mean that. But it means, uh, actually, the mitzvah is to judge him righteously. That means to the individual to make an assessment of his action and look for something good. Now, the problem is that many of us, you know, you know, let me give you some examples. I'll give you some examples, okay? We have to practice this. And this is our key for Yom Adin. We're going to walk into Rosh Hashanah with this in our hands. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to change our whole Yom Adin, okay? Just, I'll give you an example. You walk into a bus, right? Now, in Israel, you go to buses. I assume in America, you guys don't take buses that often, right? That's true. But in Israel, you don't to take buses. Okay. Now, buses are a gewaltig opportunity. Why is it an opportunity? Because you walk on the bus. And as you're getting on the bus, the bus driver closes the doors and he smashes it on you. And he starts shouting at you, well, what did you come late for? And why have you not exact, not exact change? And you're really upset. Like, chutzpah. Do anything wrong. I didn't do anything. I came on the bus like a regular... And you're like, this bus driver, he's a mean, he's horrible, he's... Di-. Did you stop to think for a moment that maybe he's having a bad day? Maybe, maybe something's going wrong at home. Maybe Rahman looks on someone's ill. Maybe there's a situation in his life that's causing this. If you would th- by the way, if you would know that, it would change everything. Imagine if someone told you, this, this bus driver, by the way, just found out, Rahman Litzlan, that his wife got cancer. You know what you'd say? Ah, okay. Okay, fine. Uh-huh. I, I, I totally understand. Oh, so the moment you find the reason why he's doing that, you're okay with what he does. That is Don Nekavskos. Don Nekavskos means to look for positive ways. You don't have to be an idiot, but you look for positive... I'll give you an example. If you lose your wallet, now your wallet has your, your cash in it, your credit card, your driving license, it's annoying. So what are you going to do? You're looking all over the house for it. Are you only going to look in the obvious places? 
Or you're also going to look in the non-obvious places. You're going to open up drawers that you've never opened up in six years. And if someone said to you, what are you doing? You haven't opened up that drawer in six years. What are you doing now? You know, you never know. Maybe it's in there. It's the same thing. Donokhavskos means we'll look even in the ways that we don't normally look to try and find a schos for somebody else. And it's an incredible idea. You know, imagine, I remember Bacha once, once complained to me that there's one boy in yeshiva that when it came to like the schnitzel day, he, mum, he piled it on. Like, not just like one or two, like a normal person, but he got three, four, five, six pieces of schnitzel on his plate. And they're like, well, there's animals, not nice, there's other people here, whatever. So I explained to him that this was going back a number of years. I explained to him that this particular person grew up in a family of 11 children. He's one of 11, right? So he's one of 11. His mother only made 10 schnitzels. So if he didn't grab a schnitzel, he would go hungry that night. For whatever reason, that was what happened. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, wow, Uh, I guess you're right then. Meaning all of a sudden, it, it makes sense. It's okay. And I don't judge him badly anymore because I don't blame him. Right? And it's the same thing with many, many situations in our lives that we don't realize when we look at people, we automatically judge them. We judge people for the way they look. We judge people for the way they speak. We judge people for the way they act. But it shouldn't be done. I want to, just, I want to end with one last thing. And this is, I've said this before, Stephen Covey. If you're familiar with Stephen Covey, wrote an incredible book called The Seven Habits to Highly Effective People. Sold over 40 million copies. We gave Shira on it last month in Yeshiva. It was absolutely beautiful. Now, he says over a story that it happened to him. He was on the subway in New York. And uh, he's sitting there minding his own business, reading the newspaper. And a guy gets on with a bunch of young kids. And this guy sits himself right next to Stephen Covey, which is fine, and slumps down, obviously tired. And his kids are running wild. But they're not just running wild, they're causing havoc. They're climbing up, you know, they're causing noise. Everyone's looking and like, Okay, I understand kids are sometimes wild. That's fine. It's not a big deal. But maybe the father should say something. Maybe the father should say, hey, guys, just calm down a bit. Like, father's doing nothing. Just nothing. And so he leaves it. And eventually, after a few minutes, the noise, he's trying to concentrate. Everyone's getting frustrated. And everyone, they're going crazy. And they're looking at this father. He's slumped down on his chair like this. And like, hello. So Stephen Covey says, you know what? I'm going to say something. So he taps the guy on the shoulder. And the guy looks up. He says, yeah. He says, could you do me a favor? <laughs> Your kids are like running wild. Everyone's going crazy. Someone's going to slap them. Could, could you please just control your kids? And the guy's like, yeah, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. I'm really, really sorry. It makes sense. You know, we've just come back from the hospital and they just found out that their mother died. So it makes sense that they're a little bit wild. And he said, I, I wanted the floor to open up on me. Like, of course they're wild. Like, okay, let, let them be wild. Let them be wild. And, you know, we often go through our our whole lives judging people. Chazal tell us that if you want to walk into Rosh Hashanah with the key, Chazal, it's not me, Rabbi Yisai, you have to learn to judge other people favorably. Because when you look at other people and judge them in a positive light, and you find ways to say, he's a good guy, he doesn't mean it. And he said that about me, he doesn't mean it. And he went there, he doesn't mean it. And he... It's not his fault. It was his upbringing, his environment, his Rebbe, whatever it is that he wants to blame, who cares? The point is, if we walk into Rosh Hashanah and the Rabbi Shalom sees that we are always looking at his precious children in a positive light, then the Rabbi Shalom says, you know what? When you do things wrong, I'm going to look at you in a positive light. That's the idea. Rabbi say, take this, practice it, 
the next few days, we have a few days left of Rosh Hashanah. Mamish, we want to walk into Yom Adin as different people. We want to walk into Yom Adin with people that the Rabban Shem will look at us and judge them in a favorable way. We're all the Rabban Shem children. The Rabban Shem loves every single one of us. Whatever we do wrong, however far we've strayed, the Rabban Shem loves us. And the same way the Rabban Shem has that love, we have to have the love and everything else for all our fellow Yidden as well. So let's try to practice this. Hadon donin and that's an incredible thing that we have to remember. And B'Siyatashmai, we should be Zoycha to Mekayimit. Sabe'iz Hashem. When we come to Rosh Hashanah, the Rabbanishim will judge all of us in Kavskos.